the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School where real talk Hey, let me just say, just because you get older doesn't mean you can't get it on anymore. You know what I'm saying, man? Everybody mm. still got their needs. You don't mm. stop wanting the punani once when you get older. Albert, I stopped having sex two years ago. <laughs> no. Is that what I got to look forward to? Yes. <laughs> he lied. He had sex on his anniversary. Probably wasn't happy about it, but he did. She made me do it. <laughs> like, no, she had sex. I was just there. I was just there with a couple of Viagra and gas station sex drugs inside of my system. Pedro got irregular gasms, though. I have no gasms. He got celibate gasms. I got celibate gasms. He got dry dick gasms. I stopped going to church and I'm more celibate than I've been since high school. I gets none. Look at this man. Look at this man. Button up shirt on. Hey, man, you know, I just came back from somewhere. <laughs> Who is you? I use that. You was out watching the game, wasn't you? No, 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 no. I had a little family dinner to go to. It wasn't at Lois the Party Queen, was it? I don't know. Just wondering. Just wondering if you had Cash App or not. Did they let you out? <laughs> Sorry, I went to Lois the Party Queen today for the first time ever. I'm going to tell you this, Bay Area people, you guys are too loyal to places and people, to a fault. It's because of you guys that shit like that is still around. Let me ask you a question, Aaron, because I know you got diabetes. Mm-hmm. Did you even get the pod? Hell no, man. It didn't look exactly. attractive enough, to be honest. That's the only reason that place it, is there, it, Aaron. The pie case looked like it ain't cleaned the pie case in years. It's called Lowest Pocket, Aaron. It's not called Lowest Bathroom Queen. Man, if you would have seen the pie she had there... We lowered our standards for queens, then. <laughs> <laughs> Meghan Markle's the queen of England. Elizabeth Taylor became the queen of Egypt again. You mean to tell me that Lois the Pie Queen didn't have you biting into it and yelling, Hallelujah! 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 And amen! Amen! Yeah. Is that Shane McMahon? That's Shane and Vance, man. What the fuck is going on here? Put up is... a picture of Lois the Pie Queen's <laughs> I hate to talk bad about a business. You know, I try to represent. Uh, Crackhead, coon, or colonizer, Vince McMahon. (laughs) Hallelujah! Jesus Christ. Didn't he say nigga one time, too? Oh, yeah, he did. He said, what's up, my nigga? (laughs) He said it to John Cena in front of Booker T, I think. (laughs) Booker T, like, a couple weeks before, did the, the Hulk Hogan shit. Oh no, that that happened when he was still part of Harlem Heat back in the day. That was oh, like no, twenty five years. That was like WCW days. Yeah. Oh, Hogan, we come for you, nigga. He just put his head down. He's like, oh shit, I'm about to get fired. Oh, oh. <laughs> Lost my car. Nah, he didn't get fired. He he was like, I'm either gonna get fired or give this like man a use once pre card <laughs> <laughs> in front of me. Mm-hmm. Right, Lois, Lois the pie queen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that it not crazy. good? You know, it's just, it wasn't worth the price. He had a bad experience. He There was a barber cutting up in the bathroom. 
Keep going. <laughs> keep going. What else? <laughs> he didn't want no pot that came from a fucking barbershop. I feel you. <laughs> no, what it was. Somebody was probably in there getting ready for work and left their clippers in there. My chicken didn't have skin on it. I had a chicken thigh. See how that chicken thigh got skin? The skin was not on mine. You should have took it back, Aaron. Nah, nah, nah. That's not that's the type of place you take it back. You don't know what you're getting. You get the you getting the yes, surprise. Yeah, your chicken look like this one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly except that one got a little bit more than mine had. You know what's funny? That's the third picture I've seen of Lois the Pie Queen reviews and people talking that their chicken didn't have. I feel like the cook was back there frying it up and then eating it. Eating the top skin off? Eating the top skin, man, off the thighs, man. I ain't gonna miss this. Maybe that's an aesthetic choice. They like that shit to look dry and brittle on the outside. <laughs> See, here's the thing. My sister treated me for my birthday, so I didn't want to say anything bad about it. And, you know, Lois, may she, if she's not around, may she rest in peace. But God damn, I doubt she's guitarist. around, Aaron. These well, whoever she left the charge, these motherfuckers can't cook. My mom you know. is a southern black woman, and this shit tastes like... I didn't expect it to be like that, but I expect it to be better than what it was. It's hard to keep tradition. You got the internet. I wish if I had powers, I would have transported Lois the Pie Queen back to L.A. on my birthday, April 30th, 1992. <laughs> and I would have threw a fucking Molotov cocktail through the window <laughs> and shit like the rest of the riots. <laughs> oh, it is Aaron's birthday, by the way, everybody. Happy birthday, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you. Is that your birthday? Is when the L.A. riots started? Yes. Oh, you definitely didn't get no pussy that day. <laughs> I was Wait 16. A minute. I hope not. I was 16, man. I was square. It was the 30th of the L.A. riots? Remember, it started on the 29th. The 29th is when Pedro could get in his house. The 9th of the 29th. But the, the main day was the 30th when everything burnt up. Oh. I mean, everything burnt up in the town. Remember, Pedro? I woke up and I had to water the grass and water the top of our roof because ashes was just all over the place. Albert, I got a question. You wearing a hat, right? Yeah. My bad vision. At first, when you first popped on, and it was, it was still a little pixelated. I thought you had uh, had redid your hairstyle a little like Clarence Williams the <laughs> third. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> nah, man. I was like, right? Look how he had a part in his hair. Nah, hair's still there. The hat blends in with your hair, my bad man, eyes. So should I change my hat? No, 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 you're good, you're good. No, no. You gotta wait tonight for a family dinner, nigga. You, like, you came back from Essence Fest. Well, I mean, I was like, I, it was actually more buttoned up. I'm more relaxed. It was like this. Was that one of those posts I didn't make Easter dinner dinners? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta show up for this shit because I ain't gonna do no, this. This is <laughs> how I was. But you know, my I've been hitting the weight, so the neck been getting a little thick. Oh yeah, yeah. You know when you start working out again. Neck getting thick, man. You need to if you need to lose a couple more pounds, just go have a couple of meals at Lost Pike <laughs> <laughs> Take a couple of bites and leave that shit there. Man, they didn't have no flavor, man. And that's the thing; it didn't have no flavor. Man. The, I don't know because you know they flavor the skin of the chicken, and I ain't got no damn skin, right. so I can't tell you if it got spice on it. Wow, they over there cooking my skin and putting. It yeah, in it's hitting miss. It's hitting miss at some of these uh, soul food restaurants. Depends on who's cooking. It's a lot it. of restaurants. Know, is turning I just into want that black people days. to stop cooking soul food unless you're from certain ge geographic areas. <laughs> Of the United States, don't cook soul food, man. Yeah. When we grew it, up, LA was like segregated, right as hell. And we grew up in like Pedro. We didn't see white people where we grew up, right? We didn't see none at all. So when you had a food place, it didn't have to call it soul food because it was just. And it was like a strong population from the south where we grew up at in LA. 
So it was just like just food, right? They went from just food. I like the yeah, restaurants cook the same shit my mom cooked at home. Collard greens, black eyed peas, shit like that. Now you get a little older and they, they call it soul food. You're like, all right, let me go get it. Then you get it and you're like, God damn. Nah, I realized man. is when you go to the areas that are middle income, upper income for any type of ethnic food, it's not good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because you got to please the audience. But Lois the Pipe yeah. is in the North Oakland, man. Is in the North? It's in North Oakland, man. Uh, that, that make no damn sense. I've never been to Lowe's, so I didn't know. It was, uh, a a Lululemon did move in two blocks over. So, yeah. A Lululemon did not move in two blocks over. Here's the crazy thing. When I left Lowe's to Pie Queen, the Berkeley Corner was out in about five police cars. <laughs> I tell you, it should have still tastes good. <laughs> nothing makes nothing makes soul food taste better than the taste of homicide right outside. The <laughs> nothing seasoned the meat like that. With the little blood residue in the air, just on the walls, just the on the walls. Have a couple. Of, I mean, I expected it because the once I got there, floating around, when the gunpowder residue is the secret <laughs> sauce. Once the secret I got spice. there, and my niece found the clippers on the on on the sink in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, this place got to be good. They cut hair in between in between runs. Then it got to be good. Nope. Back in the day, a greasy-ass T-shirt on a black man in the kitchen meant good food. Now it just means dirty nigga. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on Twitter at Horcrux Hipster. The old one, once again, just remind y'all, was banned because I made a comment on our guest's post about Drake being too high yellow. Albert, you remember that? I do. I do. <laughs> I don't know how you can get banned for calling the Canadian black high yellow. They should be banned for just entering this goddamn country. Hey, Elon's back. So, hey, maybe you can get it back. Follow it's too me. bad Twitter runs way slower now. And it's just like the algorithm is like a, yeah, that shit off. It's like a stupid 13-year-old trying to tell me what I'm interested in. 13-year-olds mm-hmm. aren't stupid. They just haven't developed yet. <laughs> also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash high score 510 support the show if you can if you can afford it if not send us to a friend give us a like uh, a review and subscribe aside from that we are here with this is ag3 coming at you faster than uh any other late 40 year old man today celebrating my 47th birthday so i'm not coming fast at all it is ag3's birthday today y'all so throughout this show i'm gonna give you guys especially you young men here tips on what to look forward to as you reach your late 40s mid to late 40s this niggas comes coming out like elmer's glue so i'll start off one right now (laughs) whatever you do do not get out of bed fast once you get to late 40s you take that wrong step the best thing that can happen is you really rupture your achilles tendon the worst thing that happened is that it feels like it's rupturing with every step for a whole day that's my first one there'll be more later on all right you got to start doing some uh circles with your feet before you Dismount the bed, Aaron. One day, I think I twisted my ankle because I had the bed, the, the fucking bed sheet's too tight. Turning over and shit, next thing I know, I got a sprained ankle. These are things that Pops never told me was going to happen when I got older. Oh, well, here's a soundbite, Aaron. A beautiful white woman. What was the coolest rule that your parents gave you growing up? If we did our chores, and we didn't talk back, and we basically did everything right, then... We didn't get our ass beat. <laughs> the South, that's from the South right there. 
<laughs> yep, you do them and you did everything right. That's that's how you know someone over 40 right there. That's old school parenting. My dad told me when I said, how come I can't get allowance doing chores? The chores is what you're supposed to do. You don't get nothing extra for that. No role in this family. Okay, I'm just going to walk around a broke nigga hanging out with Pedro, the next broke nigga. <laughs> we over there trying to get deals, buying 35 cent drinks. Yeah, I wish I wish you played that for me. Tell me you're 40 without telling me you're 40. I've been like, have you ever been called a retarded faggot? <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> you're not allowed to use those words anymore. Exactly. <laughs> That's how you know I'm old. That's what I used to get called. Darius got called that last week when he went to see his mama. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my mama's a little, little tame. <laughs> kid, man. They used to let the R word, F word fly, baby. And we are here with... It's everybody's favorite truck driver, Captain P. Funk. I uh, just want to say happy birthday to Aaron. Thank you, thank you. Still need that $20, though. What? Don't be asking you no money on this show. Pedro, I got a guy. And you're soundbite who has an idea of what you can do to get that money you deserve. There are some people that were talking about reparations in this country. They wanted reparations. And I remember I made this particular liberal so angry at me because I told them right to their face, nobody owes you anything for slavery. If you want to tell the truth about it, it is you who owes. It's you who owes. Why do you owe? Because somebody in those fields took stripes for you. Somebody after those fields were ended and slavery was ended. Somebody had to walk through Jim Crow for you. For you. Somebody fought wars and died for you. Somebody lived less than because they didn't have what you have. And they did it for you. He needs a package. My granny lived through Jim Crow. She's still alive. No, that, that's what Whoa. he said. You don't need no reparations. Reparations isn't a practice of paying niggas back. It's paying niggas forward, nigga. What is you talking about? Uh, I want, uh, you know what? For that, I want reparations go to whoever the, the family member that went through it. You put a check in their name and put it in their coffin. We should be exhuming a lot of bodies and putting the checks in there. And they did it for you. Man, please don't ever play that stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. They did it for you. That was uh, North Carolina. Shout out to uh, Taco Pablo. His home state is popping. Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson saying black people owe reparations to our uh, ancestors and our forefathers. He's trying to make sure he keep his job at Lieutenant Governor, man. That's all he's trying to do. That's a, that's a self-preservation thing. I to be moving, sir. We's moving, Mr. Balls, man. We's moving. Lord, show do wish these hippies could move faster. Move, boy. Nah, let's be moving, man. Just remember, make me high, keep that paycheck coming in, because this cause stopping at the men's extra tall, big and large store, man, it ain't it ain't easy. You see how big that man's shoulders are? He looked like the black version of Kingpin. Exactly. <laughs> he looks like an in shape Jason Whitlock. That's what he looks like. They're like, here's your check for doing such a great job, Mr. Robinson. He's like, this for me. They like this for you. There's a bank in every city, right? Don't worry, don't worry, mass. I'm gonna keep them niggas straight. Do you want me to dance, boss? And we are here with what's up, niggas? Uh, this is Darius, aka smoking out with uh, well, you know what? Today I'm gonna be smoking out with Lois, 
uh, while we're celebrating AG3's birthday, uh, smoking down the bathroom while I'm getting faded. <laughs> I'm getting a taper by the motherfucking line cook. Yeah, the line cook going there fade you up before you take the skin off my face. Yes, food. sir. Yes, sir. Top seven answers on the board. Here we go. Name something or someone you should stop sleeping with as an adult. Alana. Your boss. Your boss. Wow. John? Children. Children. <laughs> Is it me? Oh, this oh. show's gotten sleazier now. It's like, it's, it's like, it's turned that water to being real sleazy. Oh, oh, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me when Jerry Springer turned that corner and became sleazy, right? It was a normal show. Then it just turned the corner one day. And it just is like, man, we could, get, we could just ask the crazy shit and get people to say crazy shit. This is like the third week in a row. I've gotten very inappropriate soundbars, Jared. How do you Adarius, oh. the king of misunderstanding. What was last week's? What was last week's? <laughs> it's been all bullshit, bro. It's been all like, <laughs> like sub pedophilia cultures that Jared puts me a part of. I have, well, listen, audience, I have no no reason to be in any of these soundbites or have my <laughs> man. All right, Adaris. Well, here I'll get, I have a better one for you. This one. No, 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 no. I'll more reflective. <laughs> there we go. Here's your soundbite, Adaris. That you're racist? Not at all. No. Yeah. Look at my dog. He's as black as can be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's more fitting for my lifestyle. So that's the king of misunderstanding. That's way more fitting for my lifestyle. <laughs> We're here with our special guest today, Mister. Mr. Pon Mr. Parnell, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Uh oh, you're muted. You're muted. He's doing a full intro too. Man, he, oh, man, 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 I was, I was doing it. I was there. I had it. Y'all just missed out. No, nah, man, Jared calls me Mr. Parnell. Everybody else calls me Thomas Slim, Two M's, Money and Mac, and you know who it is. Holla at your boy. Let's get it. All right, Natoma Slim is back, is blessing us with his present. It's been a while, man. Oh, I had to come back strictly on the basis of to relive our conversation we had about Harrison Barnes and Andrew Wiggins. This is the perfect day to do it. I don't even remember that conversation. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm you sorry. do. That was yes, a good you're, conversation. You reminded me this week, man. I talk so much, I don't remember. The only thing I remember are two things in this world. Bad food I ate. Any fights I lost. <laughs> that's all I remember in this Can I world. correct you, Aaron? Mm -hmm. That food you ate, any fight you lost, and any yep. titty you've ever seen. Patty has some big ass titties. <laughs> no, yeah, any titty that has been on any, film. Any titty. I mean, from birth <laughs> to death, you will remember a tit. I remember that. What movie did uh, Eliza Dushku uh, show her titties? I saw that. She didn't show none, if Aaron don't think she's shown none, she ain't. Natoma Slim, here's a sound bite. Whose goddamn white baby is that? This is your baby, okay? He's just light-skinned. Mm-hmm. That one might be mine. That one right there. I'm not totally sure. Just because you name him Darren don't mean he belonged to Darren. But I don't care what this baby's name is. This baby is rice-skinned, but not light-skinned. That is a white child. That is Caucasian from the mountains of Caucasus. That is a Slavic baby, a Viking from Iceland. That's a good, that baby got 730 as a credit rating right now as an infant. 
That was, that was the only good scene in that movie. I don't remember what movie that was. What movie is that? Yeah, I forgot the name of it. It wasn't that good, man. And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tank tank that is silent, so it's just Jart. And here's my sound bite. Compliments of Roy Wood Jr. and the Correspondence Dinner. Shout out sponsorship. You are trying to erase black people. And a lot of black people wouldn't mind some of that erasure as long as that black person is Clarence Thomas. <laughs> a billionaire named Harlan Crow is flying Clarence Thomas all over the world on unreported trips like an Instagram model, taking Clarence <laughs> to the Maldives and the beaches and all. Pay for his mama's house, this billionaire. Pay for Clarence Thomas' mama's house. <laughs> Billionaires, boy, y'all, y'all are. Relentless, y'all, y'all always come up with something new to buy. Like, just when you think of everything you could buy on Earth, a billionaire will come up with a new thing. Y'all buy space rockets, you bought Twitter. This man bought a Supreme Court justice. Do you understand how rich you have to be to buy a Supreme Court, a black one, on top of that? There's only two in stock. <laughs> And Harlan Crow owns half the inventory. We can all see Clarence Thomas, but he belongs to billionaire Harlan Crow. And that's what an NFT is. You know, how do you give yourself like the best one, Jared? The rest of us got got, got a billion. Family, <laughs> family feud, pedophilia, everything else. And then all of a sudden you get the one that's righteous and good, dude. Uh, shout out to the NFT that is Clarence Thomas. Yeah, they got respect for us, nigga. <laughs> Anyways, it is AG's three, AG3's birthday. Happy birthday, AG3. Thank you, thank you. Uh, old Negro. AG3 in this uh, was the 47th year. What is something you are looking forward to most? Looking forward to most shit. Uh, the days I wake up without feeling some pains in my body as I'm walking around, uh, my blood sugar level. You know those 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 classic old black man diabetic things. You looking forward to? Looking forward to maybe making it through another year with all ten of my toes and a catalytic converter on my car. May white God bless you, Robert. And that's what I'm looking forward to. That's that's what made the day blessed for me. Shit, woke up, still got all my toes and a catalytic converter. Life is good. Let me send another thank you to Gavin Newsom for not doing shit. <laughs> Since you up there in Sacramento, Mr. Slim, I'm going to need you go to go let, relay that message to him. Hey, you know, he doesn't even live in Sacramento. I think he's still living in San Francisco. So y'all go. <laughs> Does he get driven up to the Capitol only on days uh, he needs he, to? That they need him. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to live out here and said, like, when he first got elected, he bought him a house and he was all like, Oh, hell no. Pure indication of why the Kings will never be that good. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's a little too soon, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. All right, all right. Sorry. I thought you still had allegiance to the Clippers oh, or something. You know, so. I, got two, I got two allegiances, man. Clippers, oh. my number one. Kings, 1B. Oh, I didn't know how close this was going to get to the nigga who's named after the stadium site. <laughs> That's the old oh. stadium site. That was Arco Arena. I know. That was Arco Arena. Now it's downtown. Yeah. Golden 1. Yeah. <laughs> I used oh, yeah. to live right across from Arco too. Like I used to walk to the games. That was when they were insanely garbage. Yeah, they had their run and then got bad again. It so got bad. No, they had their run and then got bad for 17 years. I went 1995 to Arco. 
season. I think it was his first year. In his yeah, I'm gonna say that was probably his first second year. Yeah, when you like first or second year, when you it went was, to Arco, amazing. if you paid in cash, was it cheaper than if you used the card? You're so stupid, dude. <laughs> Did he charge you 30 cents for every transaction? <laughs> like, man, hey, this hot dog gonna be 85 cents more expensive. <laughs> every time I use my card, I go to Arco. Like, you can get the cash price or you can get the, the credit card price. Arco wasn't even taking credit card. It was like you had to use debit. At you Arco. had to use, yeah, they wouldn't take a credit card. Take credit, they you had to have a debit card. And they still charge you 35 cents. That was a crazy thing. It wouldn't take card. I was like, 35 cents, my 11-gallon uh, tank. I'm filling it up. You, you're three cents cheaper than the place down the street. <laughs> I was like, but then 35, with that 35 cents is nullified. But with that 35, yeah, that 35 cent charge makes it the same price. Yeah, and that nigga owe me $5. And news this week, a bit of sad news. Harry Belafonte passed away. Trailblazer, legend. singer, actor, legend in the game. Um, Legend in the uh, game, a social change. And a, a human rights activist, uh, Harry mm -hmm. Belafonte, and uh, another great humanitarian, Jerry Springer, also passed away this week. Um, what do you guys think about the passing of these two legends, and what will you remember them for most? First of all, I don't know how you kind of like lump Jerry both of them together, exactly. Harry, exactly. And Harry together, like they on the same level, like they the same type of person. Harry Belafonte like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shit. I was in there thinking, why are you going to disrespect Harry Springer? <laughs> my boy Harry Bell. I remember when like, we first started this show, I used to go on. I was like, like why does he just care about Harry Belafonte dying? That nigga hated on Jay-Z. I don't give a fuck about Harry Belafonte. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. You're right. Historically, you're right. You yeah, right. <laughs> that nigga Jerry Springer's a part of the fabric of my childhood, man. I used to, <laughs> I used to fake sick just on episodes about people who got AIDS having sex with other people. Mine was always where I was like, this is wild. The dudes who fake like they were women, but they're actually dudes. And then they tell the dudes that's like, I'm actually a guy. And they go, what the who? And then you look at the person, you're like, you couldn't tell that that was a nigga? Like, really? She wears underwear with dick holes in them. So I knew someone that was trying to be an actor, and they actually, one of the agent actually got him on the Jerry Springer show to be one of those people, so. Was all Jerry fake? Man, fake is faker than Dennis. Nah, but remember, who's, now. who's the other one? Not Ricky Lake, but the other one where the where it was true, and the dude ended up killing the the other dude. Talking about Ricky Legs? No, no, the other Ricky Lake. Jenny Jones? Jenny. Oh, yeah, been. Jenny Jones. Was Sally Jenny Jesse Jones? Raphael? No, it's Jenny Jones. You're right. <laughs> Jenny Jones. Well, hey, I found out all those court shows aren't real. <laughs> Shout out to Anya Malik. I saw him playing a PhD student. Exactly. <laughs> With rowdy neighbors. on. <laughs> so my homeboy actually went on it because they actually had it. Every now and then they'll take a real case that's kind of sensationalized that really no one care about. So my homeboy's uh, uncle was suing his, his other uncle, right? The two brothers just sued each other. But the uncle that's a little more together is like, hell no, nah, I ain't going on that rule my reputation. <laughs> I hate when I get older, I find out all the things that I think was real is actually fake. It makes me mad. Yeah, it's like finding out about pro wrestling. Jared just found that out recently. You know, Jerry Jones, you know, really warmed my heart and he really brought us back to center after watching guys or women fight each other for being cheated on 
by somebody either too close to them. Jerry Springer, man. Jerry Jones is the owner of the this uh, Did I say oh Jerry Springer? Sorry, I'm a little high right now. Sorry. J- Jerry like, Jones. What the hell did Jerry Jones got to do? Oh, sorry. Jerry Springer. Jerry only knows one Jerry. <laughs> but Jerry Springer did. He had always had his, you know, his little note of like clarity at the end of each show to bring us back to center and realize no matter who was cheating on who, we're all people at the end of the day. And I think that was his greatest uh, impact on a daily basis for about 20 years. And that message was way more important than anything Harry Belafonte did. (laughs) Come on, man. Please. Hey, yeah, it was the, uh, it it was a Jenny Jones show titled Secret Gray Crush. Yeah, the dude said that he liked the other dude. Yeah, he like did it on TV. And the other guy wasn't gay. It was just like bringing gay people to confess who they secretly. Oh, I remember that. And yeah, and then like three days later, he killed the dude that confessed to that he was to him. So because the dude was like, you could tell he's hella uncomfortable. Like, bro, I don't, I'm not. No, no, no. He said it wasn't regular. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you gonna look Harry Belafonte in this. Well, shout out to Harry Belafonte though. Shout out to Harry Belafonte. He was a singer, Calypso singer, born uh, March first, nineteen twenty-seven, in Harlem, New York. Oh, you reading goddamn Wikipedia? You didn't. Uh, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but he yeah, is. He's one of the. Calypso singers. Yeah, nobody want to hear you know, from your Google. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm just doing some reading right now. Um. <laughs> He also was one of a few performers who received an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. He got Ooh. the EGOT, bro. He got the EGOT. Granted, his Oscar was in a non-competitive category, but still, he oh, won. Well, he got the EGOT. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, that is probably, it, it was probably an honor that for something that he did that hadn't a, been done. He got a gift, okay? He didn't get an EGOT. Then they he got, got a li- lifetime award or something like that. Oh, okay. He was uh, mentored by Paul Roberson, and uh, he basically uh, a face for... Uh, social change, especially for the youth, as a black uh, celebrity during the civil rights movement. Tell so, shout me out one thing Harry Belafonte did for you, Harry Belafonte, man. You got it. There's a documentary on him. He actually, Harry Belafonte, put in a lot of work. I used to argue. Remember when the show first started that he was one of the people that didn't get the credit he deserved, and he didn't do it for credit. He was the one that went down to Mississippi when those people went missing during the voter rights. Sidney Poitier was like mad because he he like called out black actors to go down there, and they were all frightened. He's like, no, we're going down here. We're seeing what happened to these people. Megar Evers, he was right there. I mean, he was the guy behind the scenes putting in work like you wouldn't believe. True social civil rights leader. He uh, boycotted and refused to perform in the American South from 1954 through 1961. He put money on the line. I give I give somebody credit for that. And it's prime because he came to fame in the early 50s. So in the time that he could have capitalized and you know a musician actor you know you might last 10 years if you're lucky maybe 20 if you're really good whenever there were black celebs like going there he was the one that arranged it and got them there he was the one that fought and it got to the point where he lost a lot of friendships because some of them were scared especially during the civil rights movement to go down there like i said Sidney portier was scared he was calling people out and like come on we going to do this and like he lost some friends doing that you know he was doing something when you get blacklisted in the mccarthy era so that's that's something yeah, Sidney Poitier was scared, and Bill Cosby was giving hoes pills. Jerry, <laughs> you need to, you need that soundbite, man. This nigga's scared. Please tell me how the fuck Harry Belafonte is more important than Jerry Springer. Like for real, like for real, for real. Like this nigga was the mayor of Cincinnati. This nigga was on TV for twenty seven motherfucking seasons. The only thing I remember about Harry Belafonte is that nigga had a sound on the motherfucking Beetlejuice soundtrack. Man, hey, that, that went that went hard though. 
That went hard, though. Uh, Everybody uh, knows uh, that song. Uh, uh, that went hard, though. <laughs> that went hard. Well, Belafonte helped provide for MLK's family. But then he also bankrolled the SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, oh, during, in 1964. Talk about Nickelodeon, nigga. Come on. Come on. This yeah. nigga, Jerry Springer, he helped refugees escape the Holocaust. That's what it say on Wiki. It said born in London to a woman. No, sorry, 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 sorry. Correction. His parents. His, his parents. parents. Okay. <laughs> uh, we not saying Jerry Springer didn't come from maybe a righteous this nigga was the original host of America's Got Talent, nigga. Bro. This is after he dumbed down America for twenty years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he told us we had talent. <laughs> this nigga got. Five Emmys, bro. Five. Yeah, he doesn't have an EGOT, though. He don't, neither does Harry Belafonte. That nigga ain't got no Oscar. It ain't real. <laughs> Stop sucking this nigga Harry Belafonte's old ass. You know what I'm gonna say. I don't really even like defending white people like this, but Jerry Springer was a staple, nigga. Hey, I don't think he was. Hold on. Talk about you niggas, especially you niggas, know how important Jerry, Jerry Springer is. Meanwhile, we talking about some nigga who sat in the motherfucking back of the bus, giving out handshakes. We never asked to move here with your precious new white people, granddad. Didn't ask? Well, you didn't ask for us to be attacked by dogs and fire hoses so you can live here, but we did it oh, anyway. Here he go again with the dogs and the fire Shoot, hoses. We were attacked by dogs and fire hoses. Were you attacked? I don't know what difference that makes. Because it's like the whole generation tries to take credit for what happened to some people. That's ridiculous. Talk about he donated seventy five dollars to Sesame Street. Jerry Springer got meth addicts off of Sesame Street, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all gotta give me. You just push respect oh, for name, man. Hey, Pedro's willing to uh, start start coming to your church, Darius. Black men built nothing. No sewer system. No houses above one level, and none of them made out of stone. All of them made out of grass and wood. I, I preach, I preach. Cause I will give Jerry Springer credit. He did show me a low standard of whiteness by having white trash yeah. get on there and fight each other all the time. And I said, they ain't better than us. That's right. That's right. Black Is that where you found out? Name, name a time that Harry Belafonte Jerry Jones made it crystal clear for me. Jerry Springer. I'm going to give you a uh, Jerry Springer. Around. God damn it. Uh, uh, magic donating to Sesame Street. Meanwhile, Jerry Springer giving final thoughts. He's given, <laughs> he's given 1,895 final thoughts, nigga. Hey, that's a I lot haven't even heard thoughts. one fucking Harry Belafonte thought, nigga. I don't even yeah, know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now you niggas turn into Rihanna's daddies. I can't do this no more. <laughs> oh, man. Was it bad? Did they do the thing with the fire hoses? What do you think, chump? Damn, what's eating you? A goddamn German Shepherd. That's what's eating me. Where was you? I, I, I had to go back to the apartment because I forgot my raincoat. You went to... you. This nigga went to get a motherfucking raincoat. I can't believe you. We all been watching the same news. The police been doing this fire hose thing all week. I just assumed we'd all wear our raincoat. Damn it, Robert. Who the hell shows up to a march with a raincoat? Bet you wish you had your raincoat right now. You son of a bitch. Pedro's wish has come through. He's like an oracle. The Warriors defeated the Sacramento Kings in seven games. And the Lakers 
defeated the Memphis as a party in my city, y'all. Grizzlies. Uh-huh. In six games. And we'll now meet in round two of the playoffs. What are some takeaways that you got from the Warriors-Kings series or the Lakers-Grizzlies series? The Lakers. It's a parade inside my city, yeah. Both teams, you see they're getting older. You definitely see these teams are getting older. And you see their greatness getting older because it took a lot out of them to, to get to this point. You see that them kids. Which team are you talking about? Both of them. The kids was running them old people out the gym. They couldn't put back-to-back games together. You seen LeBron couldn't put back-to-back games together. Steph Curry could, was doing a little bit more, but on the defensive side, he couldn't catch up. And like me and Aaron talked, really, that look, it, the Lakers should have beat the Grizzlies in four games. Yeah. They messed around the second game, uh, either was trying to recuperate from health or whatever, now, I know the others played bad. The others played really bad, but some of them coaching schemes is bad. And you can also see Darvin Ham is l- learning on the fly. Everybody sees this, not taking timeouts and not switching the rotation up. That should have been over in four. Memphis mm-hmm. didn't have their big man. And they extended it because coaching and age. And on the Warrior side, it's just, they're just old. So it's mm-hmm. very- actually prevailed but it took them all seven games yeah the margin for error is definitely getting slimmer for these stars as they you know probably hit the sunset of their careers or their you know viable playoff championship contender being the men but what do you guys think about dylan brooks being fined twenty five thousand dollars for not talking to the media Hey, he doesn't make enough money to be getting fined twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that twenty five. He he feels he's that twenty five thousand. He's feeling it hard, right? Yeah. Ja, he's not going to feel that twenty five thousand. Dylan, that one, he's like, mm, that could have that. I could have used that. Dylan Brooks getting his, getting uh, hit with a twenty five thousand dollar fine means next year. His tunnel walks are gonna be butt naked because he ain't gonna have enough for that weak ass wardrobe. <laughs> he gonna be wearing team issue gear. That nigga got a perm <laughs> game four. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, who had the worst playoff? Uh, who had the worser playoff experience this year? Mike Budenholzer or Dylan Brooks? Actually, I was Dylan. I was digging Dylan Brooks perm. I thought that was a cool look. Of course you were, nigga. The last nigga you called daddy's name was Shaft. <laughs> Old ass nigga. <laughs> Dylan Brooks got ousted, got fined for talking all that good shit until he got kicked in his chest. You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. <laughs> and uh, basically didn't want to talk to nobody for the last three games of the series. Shout out to the Grizzlies. Any other takes or things you noticed from the Grizzlies Lakers series? Takeaways. AD needs to really like stop being so up and down. You know what I mean? AD would drop 38 and 15, and then the next game, he's like 10 and 6. And you're like, come on. He has to have at least 20 and above every single game. You know what I mean? He needs 20 above points, 10 and above rebounds. Because now he's going to go against Looney, who all of a sudden turned into goddamn Dennis Rotman doing the playoffs against the Kings. Well, one thing I noticed that's really funny is that, like, Anthony Davis – 
moves like Kevon Looney, except Anthony Davis hasn't had two hip replacements like Kevon Looney. <laughs> like, but he moves very like lumbering. He is he is quick though. He's explosive, but it just doesn't look quick and explosive. It's almost kind of deceiving. So it, it, um, it, it's because he's so tall. You know what I mean? Like so mm -hmm. the the quickness that ain't it doesn't look quick, but he's he's fast and he jumps higher than Kevon. But Kevon, I mean, think of this. Uh, Sabonis was the NBA leader in rebounds, and Kavon made him look like Luke Longley. Yeah. He looked overrated, and I mean, I think I, I, he looked not ready. Sabonis, Sabonis looked scared. Sabonis didn't look good. Sabonis looked like a regular he season fantasy stud. <laughs> it's a regular season fantasy stud. I don't think, I don't think Kavon Looney. I'm not saying he won't play well, but I don't think he's gonna have the same experience this mm -hmm. round that he had last one. Also, something that I would say is uh, this solidified me saying four years ago, maybe three, that Andrew Wiggins is far superior than Harrison Barnes. <laughs> I said they were not even in the same. And who said who said Harrison Barnes? Yeah, who, who, argued, who argued against you, nigga? Harry Belafonte? These niggas said it couldn't, it couldn't have been me because I told you I only remember the fights I lost and I obviously don't I know you don't remember this. That's all refreshing. It was, it was <laughs> you. One. It was Jared and it was other homie. Who's the big dude? Brandon. Maybe a Brandon, big black dude. Yeah, oh, big, big Negro. Yeah, yeah personal. Right? person. Was at your house? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't remember oh. that. All right, no. That's all. Here's the deal. One that argument. And, and all y'all said that Harrison Barnes and Andrew Wiggins are equal, and I oh, said, hell no, man. You know why we said that though? Hell no. That's why we said that. And hold on, now that this revisionist history. Now hold on, Harrison Barnes when they both were on a team without talent around them. Wiggins looked like dog trash. He looked like he, he looked did. like toilet paper on the bottom of my shoe. Yep. So we had an argument where we were saying, uh, Can we Albert, pull up that? Albert, Can we pull up that I don't have episode? the audio uh, personally because, you know, what I'm saying, you know, I have to go into the archives. I don't know where they are. Anyways, <laughs> but but the argument was very clear. Albert said he would rather have Wiggins on his team. Aaron and I both were of the mindset that we would rather have Harrison Barnes. Our main, our main, our main, hey Pedro, Joy, would she rather have Andrew Wiggins or Harrison Barnes? Probably a new husband. <laughs> Don't care who it is. Would you rather have Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, <laughs> nigga off the street. <laughs> but but the the argument was, who would you rather have? And at this stage. Harrison Barnes Andrew is on Wiggins Dallas. On Andrew Wiggins was still on Minnesota, floundering oh, as, as a bus. Jimmy Butler. Pissing off Jimmy Butler. Pissing off Jimmy Butler. And this is this is around the time that Jim Butler took the tenth through fifteenth dude on the roster and said, "I'm gonna scrimmage y'all with these dudes. Y'all can have the starting five signs me, and we're gonna win." And they won like sixteen to eight or something yeah. like that in the scrimmage, right? And he left the practice talking. He he left the practice. Yeah, hey. yeah. And we we see the proof in that. So can at I that talk time, about Big Cat real oh, quick. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. Good. What's up? Yeah, yeah, he a hoe. <laughs> that you lost a lot of family members. It, it, it's not personal. He's a good dude. He's you, a really good. You're a really good dude. I like. I like his personality. Seems like a good dude on that court. You a whole hole. <laughs> I will pick. I pick three NBA WNBA players over that nigga. That's because you can share. This dude. This dude. Pretty much. This dude. Charles Barkley said this actually. You see. Oh, he don't want this at all. He had just scored. What was it, Aaron? What was he? He had 34 on the Lakers. Yeah, he balled out against Alt the Lakers. He balled up against Atlanta. And then, then at the end of the game, 
It was nowhere to be found. He didn't ask for the ball. He was letting Conley shoot. He was letting Edwards. And Edwards was off. I'm like, dude, you got to ask for the ball. And I'm like, dude, you ain't even asking for the ball. And he was taking falling back jumpers the whole time. I'm like, bro, yeah, what the? Missed, he missed two. Yeah. He missed two jump shots, and he, then he was out of it. And I think, and I think when he was in California, he went and spent money and ate at Lois Pike Ring <laughs> and liked it. <laughs> Gave him a good Yelp review. Uh, yeah, shit. I don't know when Cat got so soft, man. I'm pretty sure Brittany Garner got a bigger dick. Come on. <laughs> Her clit, her like, clit is way bigger. I was sitting there watching it like, what happened to this nigga, man? Back to the argument that we were having. Shout out to Cat. Come on our show. Sponsorship. Cat, <laughs> uh, you come on this show. You hey, better, man. I, you better bring I, your Britney Griner edition strap on, nigga. You bring your ex-girlfriend, that Hawaiian chick, that ride horses that was bad as fuck. Uh, oh, she was bad. Oh, of course, God, Aaron knows who bad. she is because <laughs> she showed a titty on the Instagram. Yeah, no, no, she was nothing <laughs> like that. She was just bad. She was like, yeah, I remember her. I remember Carl Anthony Townsend's horse. She was like Polynesian. Was she Polynesian or something? She was fine. You remember yeah. trying to be Towns' horse riding girlfriend? Get the fuck out of here. It's this chick. She got a baby now. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks like What's her name like... again? Oh, Kawa. K A W A. Nobody want to see this motherfucking pregnant shit. What are we doing? I do. I do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. I, I, I kind of <laughs> like her. I love him. Pregnant chick, man. I love him. <laughs> I have a pregnant chick. Aaron is down with some uh, ABF. No, there's no. There's no. Aaron is down with some ABF, man. Is that what it's called? All right. Up a, a dope breastfeeding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you said yeah, too, so don't start changing it. Okay. You know, I'm yeah, I'm down with it, too. Oh, yeah. you niggas crazy. A dope yeah. breastfeeding. Yeah, I'm yeah. like pregnant women. Definitely. I, was, I was never breastfed when I was young. My mom didn't have no milk, so I might as well take advantage now. You were sucking a, a mole. 47 <laughs> years ago, mom's was dry. It was a mom's titties was dry to Pedro's sperm. Mama, mama exactly. Had mama had me sucking a All right, this is getting way off. This is getting way off the rails of regular right now. All right, all right real quick. Uh, let me go to my Aaron Grayson words of knowledge from an old man that's in the late 40s now. All right, AG3. You, bless us with another birthday installment of I'm a man. I'm 40. Exactly. So I'm going to tell you guys now, don't be embarrassed or ashamed to grab the toilet paper to wipe the tip of your dick after you piss before you <laughs> stick it back in your pants. What? It's going to help you wipe the tip of your penis before you stick it back in your pants. It's going to keep your underwear dry and everything smooth. Don't be afraid because you're going to get a little leakage. You already got to shake a little longer, right? The older you get, you're shaking more, you're shaking longer. The people think you're over there wrestling with the anaconda sometimes, right? Nope. I'm just middle age and in my late <laughs> 40s. I got to really shake it. Now, don't be afraid to get a paper towel before you go take a piss and wipe that tip. If I was you, I'd just wear a condom all day, nigga. I don't know what you're talking about. Wear a condom. Hey, Pedro, can you tell them what I'm talking about? Yes, it is true. I, I said, it is true. I, said, I told Jared this at the birthday when we were out, and another a guy that's 46 backed me up. He was like, dude, I was doing that yeah. a year ago. Hey, um, man, I, I got so many stories. I'm telling Old you now. Truckers. This, is, this is the problem. Oh, our, our men, our fathers never shared these stories. I'm telling you guys now, you guys are, oh, goddamn, you guys are looking at me and you like, you like, oh, oh, Aaron, this is some crazy shit. You just being fun. No, I'm being serious. This is serious, dude. You got to be in that place. Now, at least I gave you a heads up. No one gave me a heads up. Next thing I know, I'm changing my underwear after using the bathroom in the middle of the fucking night. 
Yeah, yeah. I would wear a condom all night. Like I don't know. Doing my dust. I thought I thought I was the only person. Nah, that's the I problem. We don't talk about old... shit like this as men. I we don't I talk about shit. And then this is person. why middle-aged men struggle. This is why middle-aged men struggle with mental health, struggle, go out and buy stupid shit like a motorcycle in Pedro's world, a blow-up doll or some shit, right? This is why this happens. You shouldn't this be why... motorcycles if you got leaky dick syndrome, nigga. No, this is, see, this is it's not a syndrome. It just happens to older men. And what? we don't talk about it, so you what? go into it alone, and then you're thinking it's your hey, only you. Pedro, you don't look you. me in the fucking eye talking about watch, nigga. I watch. I have leaky dick in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, 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 when your dick leaking, don't come on my house because you gotta have to sit on plastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you. I'm gonna be cutting up garbage bags before if you I come hit, in. If I get leaky dick, nigga, I'm gonna be rolling with a pack of condoms in my pocket to make. Aaron, sure. Aaron is just trying to help you out, Darius. Help Somebody lived less away. than because they didn't have what you have, and they did it for you. Exactly. Let me call up Gavin Newsom and take away a Darius reparation. <laughs> he don't need him. Someone else needs him. Apparently, I'm going to need him to pay for my leaky dick surgery, man. <laughs> there is no surgery. And it, it's, it don't leak when you walk around. I don't know. I, 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 take nigga, I, do, I do Kegels. Nigga. I do Kegels, nigga. My shit is tight, nigga. Be prepared to shoot out like a motherfucking nerf gun, nigga. Be prepared to wipe. Jerry said Aaron. they ain't no black leaders. I'm trying Aaron. to step up, take a lead, and, and, and these young black niggas don't listen. And do your fucking kegels, dog. I'm telling you. These you young black that. niggas don't listen. When I get your age, I hope my dick ain't leaking yet, man. It's going to be probably leaking before. <laughs> and, and you know, and you, it's probably going to be some blood coming out, too. Don't be asking. Don't be asking me where I, what, what, hey, what's the goddamn. Literally, I don't like these confessionals about the leaky dick piss blood niggas. I don't want to hear this. This is drink a lot of beer. Hey, so you look like a nigga who pees blood. I'm not gonna pee blood. I'm peeing blood already. Yeah. I'm peeing already, Pedro. Probably peeing, but that's why he's so. No, I just can't. So adamant. No, Harry Belafonte was actually trying to the boy sponsor. Probably got red flakes and red flakes look like in his pants. Harry Belafonte had right a PSA about leaky dick and pee. Yeah, he did. He was trying to say black men from getting leaky dick syndrome. No, I don't have that. Bankrolling research on how to effectively change it. Get you some pineapple, some cucumber, some coconut water. Blend it all up and throw some penicillin in it, and then just keep that in the fridge. I hope you with your bloody leaky dick. That's hint hint number three. We call that the shake. The worst fucking ever. Hey, let me get some. Andre Rising. Hey, dude. Hey, how much? You go to a Jamba Juice. Like, how much is the penicillin boost? Learn that from Andre Rising. Put it in your fridge. Extra cucumber. I got the leaky dicks. If Andre Rising drinking that alcohol, watch what happens. We hey, keep drinking alcohol. Watch. Yeah, can I get the double penicillin? It's called the Andre Rising. <laughs> yeah. And if you buy 10 of them, you get a miniature fire extinguisher. So in case your wife yeah. burns oh. to burn your tennis shoes in the yeah, bathtub. You, you definitely wasn't. Can I get the fun. raspberry passion with the penicillin? Yeah, the raspberry, the Andre raspberry rising. rising. I know. The, the raspberry rising. The raspberry <laughs> <laughs> and clearly was a nigga who wasn't breastfed, man. That's, that's the difference between me and you. I mean, I, I know, wasn't breastfed. Titty. Why do you think I love breast so much? I right sucked now? on a real titty. You sucked on the melanoma bump, nigga. I sucked on some real ones now. <laughs> I probably had more breast. And, and here's a, here's a, yo, hey, 
keep keep your marriage spicy because you need your woman. If you don't have your woman, your dick will stop working. <laughs> you married? How the fuck are you talking about? I'm telling. I'm telling. That's what I'm telling these young guys. You know, Pedro, you haven't fucked if you're married since the '90s. Okay, okay. Look, if you if you whatever if you were a woman or if you don't have a woman, get a younger woman. You actually want her to wear you out a little bit. That'll keep your your piss stream healthy. All right. Pee on there a couple of times, actually. Oh, <laughs> Whoa. You get that drink at Jamba Juice? <laughs> the, 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 the Chuck Berry's, Berry's Blast? Berry Blast with the RJ Rising boost. He said, get a young girl and piss on, on her. The no, Chuck Berry Blast her. and Raspberry <laughs> Rising. He said ass. They just been all about consensual. Then ass. Ask her. He ain't say pull a Bill Cosby. No, 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 no. I, I, yeah, I'm not. No, no. You get you a young girl, a young freaky girl to like all that. <laughs> I like a regular, but y'all young people, if you want to stay healthy, that's what you got to do. Pee on that girl. Look for a young girl and pee on her. Sounds great. <laughs> Back to the argument that the debate that me and Albert and Aaron had. <laughs> That all I came still from, don't remember. Let's talk about Andrew. <laughs> Who is he talking about? AG3, do you have another? Uh, I'm a man. I'm 40. What would you call it? Yeah, my, my tips for becoming an older, middle aged, older man entering late 40s. Uh, in the late 40s. I, yeah, I got another words with some. When you start getting to this this older age and, and things start, you know, slowing down, things start hurting minimize your world right shorten your world it doesn't mean you can't do the shit you used to do but shorten it a little bit right don't try to keep everything so big don't try to don't try to do the shit you did when you was 20 and get comfortable with it real fast get comfortable with the reason you know i ain't 20 no more guess what i don't like playing full court basketball no more in my late 40s and, and let's just say you know what some of you guys got kids you got sons and daughters that'd be like come on dad play this game we're at a park learn to adjust your game my game now my game when i when once i got like 42 my game went from foul line to foul line if your man if your man dribbling the ball and he goes for a layup you stop at that foul line now in my late 40s my game go from top of the key to top of the key maybe a step in for a shot that's it that's it like, hey, man, we, we ain't running zone. That's what someone said to you. We ain't running zone. I don't know what the fuck you expect me to do. I'm, 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 I'm old. I'm over 40, right? So adjust your game just like you adjust your life, right? You used to hike a lot. Guess what? Don't hike as much as you're used to. If you got a friend that keep hiking a lot like Jared, you just got to curse him out the whole hike. You do the hike, you curse him out the whole way, you curse him out at the end to slow his ass down. And then when you Pretty find much. out that he got a group of friends that he don't hike with, you're like, wait, I'm not a part of that crew. How the fuck am I part of this crew? I ain't never hiked when I was young. What the fuck I got to do this shit now? Right. But adjust your world. You know, adjust how you enter things. Enter it as a 40 year old now. Right. Don't don't do the things you used to do at 20 and be like, I'm going to still do them at 20. No, I'm going to do it as a as a late 40 year old. So that's my last one of advice. Eric, okay. let me just say, man, you, you you're looking good for late forties, man. Oh, thank you, thank yeah, you. I, I I wouldn't have expected forty seven. Man, you know what? That's that's uh that that comes from doing that uh uh ADF, man. <laughs> ABF, ABF, man. That's, that's <laughs> keeps you young, man. That and deer meat from Alabama. 
Keep you young. You, you get it imported <laughs> from Alabama? I appreciate it. Yeah, I got my uncles, man. They go hunting down there, red dirt. The one they get the deer that deer be meat is tough though. I had deer meat before. It's not. It's not a. It's not an easy chew. Well, you know what? I they ain't, they ain't, I don't know how tough it is because for some reason my uncles keep forgetting to send me the steaks. They only give me like the patties that turned into breakfast patties. Oh. If you get I, the steaks, I, I had it's, the tough it's rough. It's not a. It it's not a. Um, it's not like juicy and like it's not a juicy steak, man. It's like beef jerky type of. No, I never. Well, not like. Steak. Let me not put it that rough, but you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, somewhere. It's like, it's like a cheap steak. Yeah, no, not, a little cheaper than a cheap steak. Super lean. It's kind of like a. Barbacoa with no fat. Oh, oh, see, that makes sense. They always <laughs> have like the sausage patties and stuff. They turn them into sausage, deer sausage, and deer patties. I've had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never had that, so I don't even know how that one rolls, but, but yeah. I appreciate it, man. I'm gonna stick to my regimen and I make sure I get enough sleep. I ain't gonna lie, I make sure I, I, I go to sleep when my body tells me I'm sleepy. I could be in this chair, I could be playing Call of Duty, I could be anywhere. I'm sleeping where I'm at. Yeah, that and his raspberry risins. But <laughs> double shot of protein. Get the, get the double boost of protein in there. Uh, the double boost of penicillin up in there. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to Cutty Corner shout outs. Cutty Corner shout outs. Cutty Corner shout outs. Cutty Corner shout outs is the same way on the show where everyone gets a chance to rank, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner shout outs. Cutty Corner shout outs. It's time. It's time. We're burning out. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I meant what it meant. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken. Aaron, it's your birthday. Do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I feel like my whole show been a Cutty Corner shout out, but I've had several. Uh, I'm just going to do uh, two of them. One is a quick one to Jared, man. He told me he was coming on, and I was all excited and this and that. And I told him to look up these songs for, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Something Sweet Symphony. Oh, tw- uh Oh, is it? No, 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 no. Lyricoon no, no, genius. Lyricoon genius. Oh, we can do that I, at the end of the show. I had, I had a, I mean, I gave him a couple of good ones for you to do, and he ain't played none of them, so I'm really pissed about that. I gave it to him well ahead of time too. I was super juiced about did. you did. breaking down these bars. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, my my cutty car shout out for the second week in a row is melancholy cutty cutter shout out. I like to give it to uh, what's the name of the dude? The 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 host Jerry Springer. Uh, you know, as you guys all know, he died this week. We talked about it. I just have to say this good riddance, good riddance to Jerry Springer. Now a brother like me, I feel safer that I ain't got someone taking, dragging me on some television show, asking him, I the father, no shit like this. Right. Andrew Wiggins, he was, he was going through all this weeks ago, months ago when Jerry Springer was still alive and he couldn't get the shit right. Brothers like me can finally rest at ease that Jerry Springer, who has ruined a lot of brothers lives either raising their blood pressure as they sitting there wondering if they the father. Good riddance, Jerry Springer. I ain't got to worry no more. Jerry Springer said this quote before he died when he found out he was, you know, had cancer or was sick or whatever. And he said, I hope that hell's not too hot, right? I hope it's not too hot where I'm going. And I hope he burn in hell. I hope they got a chair and a DNA test right there. and He's sitting in the middle of it. 
I hope he's the other man that's been cheating on the other person that he has to fight random people in hell every day. Every day. Every day they doing his DNA. Test. He just walks in like, no, it wasn't I, I was asleep with your girl. Steve Wilkos will be there with him to pull people off of him. I ain't gonna lie though. I bought the Jerry too hot for TV back in the day. And we played it on the women's basketball. Come on. Of course you did, because it had titties in it. Dude. It did. It was it was but that was the reason I bought it. You know, I I made myself a rule when I was young, and my rule was you know how people would get drunk and then make like drunk phone calls to the ex. I did it once and couldn't stand it because I had to end up going out with her afterwards, right? And I didn't even like her like that anymore. And I'm like, God damn it. New rule, Aaron. If you get drunk, you could buy whatever you want, but you can't call in, in any access. So I was, I would get drunk and it came on TV and I ordered it. Shit. Too hot for TV. Shout out to Jerry Springer. RIP. Come on our show. Pedro. <laughs> Do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Yeah, man. Two quick ones. So one is for a truck drivers. And I seen a brother um, Friday. Oh, boy. Said, what up to you? He said, I was like, what's up, man? He had the door open. He was on the steps. I was wondering, I was like, hey, why is he just standing on the steps? Right? I get up in my truck, turn to the right, found out this fool 600 pounds. It took him all of five, six minutes to get off the truck and go into the truck stop. Hey, companies, over the road companies, you need to take your five, 600 pound uh, truck drivers, get them on a the local route, get them on a health plan. Because they're going to be out here crashing into folks, dying, collapsing. I don't know how the hell that nigga passed the physical. Huge nigga. Dude's suffering from obesity. I just watched the fact that we hit the brakes real hard and drift off to the left because he was a fat ass. <laughs> you made it Get seem like you had to go in the love's bathroom after him. No, no, dude. No, I, I didn't. I, I was tripping because he was up on the steps for a long time. I was like, is he getting out of the truck? Is he getting in the truck? It kind of kind of freaked me out. I'm like, what's wrong with dude? And I looked over and he was 600 pounds. I'm like, brother, come on, man. No. Remind me not. He's doing that. Get those guys out the road. If we build our time machine and go back in time not to go watch the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape but your ass. <laughs> Adarius, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I'm offended. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I'm gonna go. This week, my Cutty Corner shout out goes to the black community. Uh, listen, uh, and, and it's funny and ironic that we're talking about Young Dolph's death because uh, I think he's someone that a lot of people cared about. Me, uh, I, I didn't really listen to much of his music. I didn't really know him that much. So when he passed, uh, I was like, damn, that's messed up. But that's as far as my grieving can go because I don't really know him. We got to stop this, Black people. We got to stop when when other Black people die. We got to stop holding them up like we know everything about them, like we knew everything about their catalog, like we really cared about all their successes. These are just niggas dying, all right? The nigga at the liquor store, when he died, he did. I'm sorry. I'm going to miss him. His family's going to really miss him. But I'm not putting on a T-shirt with the liquor store nigga's face, all right? This goes out to all you black niggas who are out here talking about Harry Belafonte this week. Nobody give a motherfucker, Okay. <laughs> Nobody give a fuck. You niggas, they never listen to no goddamn Calypso music. You niggas don't even know how to spell Calypso. I know half of you niggas don't know anything he done. Niggas don't even know how old he is. I thought the nigga been dead. When he died, I said, this is an old article. 
This nigga died like five years ago, I thought. Oh, shit, no, he really died this time. Somebody lived less than because they didn't have what you have, and they did it for you. <laughs> Look, my kid is going to shout out to the black community for always grieving motherfuckers and calling niggas heroes, even though you don't know nothing about them when they're on this earth. Give niggas who care about their flowers and niggas who you don't know about, let it go. All right? We're going to all die. All right? With leaky dick, apparently. Man, the dice, you ain't never met no Martin Luther the King. Nigga, you haven't met Soul Glow. <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. Nigga, Dor- Doris, you ain't near no Jerry Springer. <laughs> you know what? You use a steak knife to bake your hair, nigga. He's like a black-bearded, angry Sam Smith. I'm pissed off right now. <laughs> Sam Smith. All right, I'm leaving this show. This hey, 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 Doris, <laughs> stop trying to uh, in- invite Jerry Springer to the black community. I'm trying to like Tupac Daddy from the flea market. <laughs> Albert, do you have a Cuddy Corner shout out? I got two of them. One, let me shout out Harry Barafonte. <laughs> let me shout out Harry, man, for holding it down for years, doing things behind the scenes that we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like when things get come to light, you gotta you gotta respect what they oh. did. So shouts out Harry. That's that's why I got a shout out to Belafonte and Young Dolph and Memphis. Uh, my other one is a little gripe that I have. I hate, you remember last time I was on here when I said I hate center divides? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When you're, trying to, when you're trying to leave and you need to make a left turn and they say, oh, you can only make a right because there's a center divide there that gets on my nerves. This is on the same level as that. I hate no U-turns. Why can't I make a U-turn? I need to. So you're going to make me go down two blocks just so I could turn around when there is a street next to me where I could safely and sufficiently make that U-turn. I don't get it. If you're dumb enough and you don't, un- and you can't calculate that your car can't make it, that's on you. You figure that out. You know what I'm saying? If I know how I can make a U-turn, everything should be able to have U-turns. I don't like that. It gets on my nerves. It, 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 it makes me get out of my comfort zone. Because I'm ready to make this U-turn. So I I never abide by no U-turns. I do them all the time. I know I can do it. If you can't, that's on you. Shouts out Harry Belafonte. Sounds like you need to be wearing clean underwear at all times. (laughs) (laughs) My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to all the Warrior fans out there who are saying you're tired of Draymond Green. You're done with Draymond Green. This might be his last run with the team. He might need to move on. We're tired of his shenanigans. I'm just going to say, if you saw what Dylan Brooks just did, which is really nothing, just talk shit, anger, and piss off your opponent, an all-time great, two of the top 10 players in the league right now still, by calling them old, washed, they ain't got nothing for me, just being a talking shit, but then not backing it up, literally playing sauce, mediocre defense at best, not being versatile at guarding anybody either. If you saw what Dylan Brooks tried to do, you will have a much greater appreciation for what Draymond Green does. Whether or not he does some asinine, ignorant, cooning-ass shit sometimes, which he does, he does too much, but he does more than enough in the other spaces of the game. If anything, 
appreciate Draymond for what he brings, that edge and that fine line he rides, because it's still worth it. Just like the same way Dennis Rodman rode that fine line, except Dennis Rodman didn't show up to practice or show, showed up late to games, didn't listen to anything about the... He wasn't there to talk about, hey, this is what our game plan is. Dennis Rodman would show up and just, I'll be out there, I'm going to rebound and play good D and annoy somebody, touch him in the booty hole. That's what Dennis Rodman did. Draymond does that, but he's also a student of the game, facilitates the offense. He makes the team better. The team is not the same without him. Recognize, okay. yes, he could be infuriating and frustrating at times, but he does it because he wants to win. And that mentality of doing everything and sacrificing even your own stats to make sure you maximize your team's ability is something that you can't you can't just disregard easily, okay? You so, could when you have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on your team. Come on now. Let's not act like Draymond Green <laughs> is over here just leading this squad on his own willpower. You could be fucking really good when you have the best shooter ever and probably another top five best shooter ever on your squad. Like and, it and, opens and up every single thing that you we saw what Draymond could do when Clay got injured. Shit. He wasn't able to do a goddamn thing. They couldn't even make it to the playoffs. I already, I, I, I got you, I got you. Single I have a, I'll tell you this. They got injured. I'll he tell you this, though. I'll tell you this, Thomas Slim. Get out of here. I'll Come tell you this, Thomas Slim. I already had the analogy of what the Warriors were. And this came a few years ago before they got Andrew Wiggins. But I said that if Steph and Clay are your premier ingredients and recipe, that's the recipe and ingredients that you're putting in there, your high-end ingredients, Draymond Green is the salt that you add to push that flavor over the top. You can't just, you don't want to just have salted whatever. You don't want to just have salted anything. No, no, you want those premium ingredients and those other herbs and spices. And that's what Clay and Steph bring. They are the they are the featured part of the meal. It's not the salt, but the salt is a key component for that meal being elevated to the highest level that it can be. And it's a preservative too. And he's helped preserve those guys' careers where Steph doesn't have to bring the ball up the court. He can play off the ball now and he's grown into that. Clay. We don't want Clay having the ball in his hands all the time because he's not great with that. But he's allowed these guys to not have to be always trying to go one-on-one, -on -one, create their own shot. They can work off the ball because Draymond pushes the pace on the break. And when he gets the ball, he does a good job of handing off and taking screens or attacking and making the right pass to those guys spot up for open what shots. What happened with his game when he didn't have one of them, Jerry? <laughs> well, no, Steph. Steph barely played that season Guess two, what? though. Guess no, what? no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. If I'm not, chicken, not... garlic chicken, and I, I, I got yeah, my so, pork still, so... and I ain't got garlic. My chicken still tastes good unless it's from Lois the Pie Queen. No, but you were without the chicken, and you were without <laughs> the garlic and the other herbs. That's what Clay and Steph bring. So yeah, like you can get a piece of chicken, but you got no no herbs and no other spices. No, you gonna have a salty piece of chicken, or Steph hey, hey, chicken. we got we got herbs and spices and some salt, but we ain't got no chicken to put in. It's gonna be a mediocre pasta dish. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. If you want to see what a fake tough guy who ain't got no charisma, ain't got no heart, and ain't got no impact on a game beyond him sitting there looking like the goddamn Guido from Vampire in Brooklyn, ass-looking motherfucker. You're improvising. Oh, it's very good. You're turning into my best roulette. <laughs> get your fucking hands up, Sambo. Now get over here. Move it. Move your ass, all right? Get my hand. Oh, my God. You take that fucking hand, you shove it up your ass, metal lock. What are you, a fucking magician? What, you got a thug in there? You give me your fucking wallet. All your money. Come on. Come on. Come on! I love this place.
if you got a fake Canadian soft tough dude over here trying to act tough and act hard and do jack shit, then you should appreciate what you got in Draymond Green because he will at least stomp a nigga in the chest. Well, I, I agree with you. That's what happens when you go up watching the Just to recap, just to recap, at the time, it was like 2018, Andrew Wiggins was still on Timberwolves, still being dog shit. Harrison yes. Barnes was on Dallas, dropping 18 a game and being just a mediocre but good role player. And we said we would rather have Harrison Barnes because he's championship tested and you know what you're going to get out of him. You know consistently what you're going to get out of him. Now, now Wiggins had the upside. And Albert was like, nah, man, we want. I would rather have Wiggins, Wiggins, this, that, and the other. And I was like... You don't get good defense from Wiggins. You get better offensive skill, but you don't get you don't get the whole game from Wiggins. So I'd rather have the known commodity versus the guy who has been in the league for five years and hasn't shown real growth and expansion of his game versus the guy who came in the floor. His floor was a little higher, and he he doesn't have the ceiling of Wiggins. Now I do agree. Right now, Andrew Wiggins is by far in a way better and more important to his team than current Harrison Barnes. But this is four years ago, almost now, and. You have to look at the situation and, and the growth that he, like, based upon his first five years in the league, there was no way I thought Andrew Wiggins was going to become a better player based upon the way he had improved his yes. game year to year. It wasn't, he didn't improve his free throw shooting. He didn't improve his efficiency. He barely could average 20 points a game in the seasons he did, but he was shooting like 30% from the field, 37%. So, and less than 80% from the free throw line in the mid 70s. So he was one of those guys that didn't give you rebounds, didn't give you blocks, didn't give you steals, didn't facilitate any of the offense. He was just an offensive one-dimensional guy. He was better than Harrison Barnes. His talent. His talent was greater than Harrison Barnes. And, and you know what, Albert? You miss, and, and, and the Thomas Slim, you're missing the, the key point, too. I would rather have Harrison Barnes' girl as my girl than, than Andrew Wiggins' girl as my girl, because then I ain't got to do no DNA tests and no shit like this. I ain't got to <laughs> sneak a 23 and me away to see if the fucking kid's mine, you know? So... <laughs> All that sudden, was just a rumor, by the sudden, way. All of a sudden, I'm with this white girl. All of a sudden, the kids look as dark as Pedro. What the fuck going on? But, but that no, is a white baby. Next thing I know, I'm sounding like Cat Williams. Like, just because you name it, Aaron, don't mean it's Aaron's. Right? Just because you name it, Aunt Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins Jr., don't mean it's Andrew Wiggins. So like Giannis. Andrew Wiggins proved that he was uh, far superior than uh, Harrison Barnes this series. I will give you that. I will give you that. But that's I not a, I do not look at it as a failure. He hasn't proved that he knows I don't, the kids is his or not. I really, I really don't see. I didn't see the difference between their games. Well, they both missed the game when it shot. I think Harrison Barnes' games, his series was a little bit better than Wiggins because Wiggins is still rusty. Well, yeah, because he had he he just started playing again this past two weeks. Yeah, when he didn't play for almost two that's months. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I would say that he was rusty, but his rusty was. Still, still more impactful than Harrison Barnes. Still more impactful. Yeah. And I just didn't see it because it was they were not the primary players. I saw it because in my mind I was like, "Oh, fucking yes." Okay, I'm bringing this shit up. I'm calling cap on you though. I'm calling cap on you because you knew he didn't play no goddamn defense when he was in Minnesota, and he did not get rebounds. He averaged like two rebounds and like one assist a game. That wasn't his game. But no, no. 
And he didn't get any steals or blocks. He wasn't a defensive presence. He was an he offensive went, man. He was jumping. He went out to the thing. he went to he the Warriors. A, he had an okay fadeaway mid range. He had a cool yeah. No, his offensive game was smooth and nice, and is more versatile and dynamic offensively than Harrison Barnes. Handles. Harrison Barnes is more stiff and less fluid. I give you that. And that that wasn't the argument. The argument was you want the known commodity. Harrison Barnes is still what you expect. He's gonna have some big games here and there. He's gonna be a a consistent player for you. He's going to disappear sometimes because he's not going to dominate the ball. He doesn't want the ball to be that dude. He doesn't have that dog in him. Neither does Andrew Wiggins. No, Andrew Wiggins has turned his career around by becoming a defensive force for the Warriors. And he is the one that this, the the whole Warriors, you know, saying future kind of hinges on like his ability to play the center position when they really go small or play the power forward on a consistent basis and play guys bigger than him and be able to be long enough, athletic enough and, and consistent enough defensively to contest and rebound for them is what allows them to play the small ball that they do. Looney out there, he's been really good and he's developing a really good player. But Andrew Wiggins, there's no way you you thought Andrew Wiggins would become the defensive linchpin that allows the Warriors to play their offensive style of ball when they want to go him and Draymond and no Looney, yeah, right? I never, I never and then get another that. shooter on the court. And he can so so I give. Andrew Wiggins credit for coming to the Warriors, learning in this culture, becoming a player that maximizes his ability to help the team. But if he couldn't figure that out on his own, playing with Cat and at the Timberwolves, that, that that that's the guy we were judging. That guy who did improve his game over the course of five seasons and was considered one of the biggest busts. I don't think he was considered one of the biggest busts. He was considered. Uh, he, he was getting there. He wasn't one of the biggest busts. Yeah, I don't he, think he was, he was a bigger he was bust than, than, than Anthony Bennett. He was a bigger, a bigger bust than Anthony No, but Bennett. Anthony Bennett shouldn't have been drafted number one overall. Anthony Bennett was Draymond Green in college, and the, Draymond Green was a second round pick. Anthony Bennett had lesser numbers than Draymond Green in college. He played at a weaker school than Draymond now, Green Anthony in college. Anthony Bennett averaged 20 in college. No, you go back and look at I, are We already done this before. Anthony Bennett was not better than Draymond Green in college, and he's the same body type, but not as good a player all around. And he got drafted number one overall because that was one of the worst draft classes ever. So you can't even get mad at Anthony Bennett for getting drafted number one. I don't think he expected to get drafted number Sorry, one. You can't get mad at anybody for getting drafted number yeah. one. <laughs> but when you say you have the next Air Canadian Jordan coming out of the draft number one overall, consensus number one overall, bypassing going to Kentucky or Kansas to play college ball because you knew he was going to be the dude. He went to he went to Kansas for one year. Oh, he went there for one year because he had to do the one and done thing, right? But yeah, everyone knew, Kansas number one, one he's going to be the number one dude. He came out Dog shit for five seasons or whatever. Not dog. He was not dog. See now, y'all just shitting on this man's <laughs> grave. Come on now, man. man he was they were, they had they had one of the worst like records. They consistently. He was the opposite of Jimmy Butler. Wait, hold right. on. Just because he had one of the worst records, Kyrie came in the league and had one of the worst records. He was he, he was on his and way of being a bust. Kyrie was he was on, on his way to being a bust. And, and Kyrie did not have Cat on his team for the first couple of years. Also, he didn't have another star to play with. I'm just saying, Andrew Wiggins at that time was not the same player he is now. I give him credit for becoming the player he has become and becoming such a vital piece to the Warriors' playoff run, the title run last year, and I give him full credit for that. I'm just saying, at that time, there was there was no guarantee he was going to become this. Last year, you he scores less now. Say he was the second best player on that. Spot. No, he was. He, yeah, he, yeah, in the final. He yeah, was, he was yeah. the dude. 
He was the dude that was the X factor. Physically, he could get a shot when he wanted to from wherever he wanted to. Defensively, he could D up and contest their best player. He was the dude that was impacting the game thoroughly as a holistic sense. He did not do that until he got to the Warriors and spent a season figuring out how to do that. And then they lost the playing game. And then he realized, oh, I can do these things. And then Clay's come back. And then he started maximizing his game. But he wasn't even maximizing his game his first season with the Warriors. No, he wasn't. But you're to acclimate to that. Up, when they need to step up without Clay, he didn't play that well. He scores he less better. now, but he impacts the game twice yeah, as much played, as he used to. He does. He's still choosing Harrison Barnes. Back then. I ain't riding with nobody that don't know those ain't his kids. <laughs> That's that's a typical com- black Canadian dude would do. You're stupid, so not question that. Uh, you stupid. All right. Well, I think uh, it's the only time where I pick a Canadian over an American. I hate Canada. There's nothing about Canada I like. I think that's the worst country in the world. Nobody from Canada is great. I I agree. I agree 100. percent That is the only person good from Canada is Alanis Morissette. <laughs> And that says a lot, right? Yeah, that tells you. Are there at least any good porn stars from Canada, Aaron? Well, oh yeah, there's several of those. Uh, Nicole Aniston, uh, Capri Cavani. There's a couple. Oh, you of those. No porn stars <laughs> from Canada, nigga. What? <laughs> nigga, what? I was gonna say Cardinal. And, and you don't? No, Aaron. I actually can probably only name three porn stars, and the reason I can name them is because I learned the bitch's name. See, see that's your problem, man. You live <laughs> here in the Bay Area, you only know Bay Area shit. That's why we don't grow up here. That's why we stuck with Lois the Pie Cream and shit like that. Because of people like you. First of all, Lois the Pie Cream sounds like a way better porn name than anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's start there, bitch nigga. First of all, I'm doing fucking IRL. All right, Aaron? <laughs> Trying to get my dick actually wet. Not because it's leaking. Not, yeah, I don't want a leaky <laughs> iPad dick, nigga. Keep, keep, keep it wet. Because if you don't keep it wet, it don't work. <laughs> I don't like the way you say keep it wet, man. I don't, I don't hey, stay tight, Darius. Stay tight, boy. <laughs> keep your giggles up. <laughs>